broadcasting live from TOFUTV.ca. This one's for you. Is the federal government paying its citizens for praise? How much did Instagram influencers make selling you the jab? Canadians imprisoned for vocal opposition? Also, tonight's special presentation, a live conversation with businessman, activist, and entrepreneur, Mark Emery, 2021 candidate for London North Center, PPC, AKA the Prince of Pot. Join the conversation by phone or Discord chat. This one's for you. ones for you broadcasting live every monday 7 p.m tofutv.ca thanks for joining me i'm pete i'm your host we have a special presentation tonight mark emery is on the show i've reached out to him and uh hopefully he's standing by so we're gonna be linking up with him at 7 15 if you're new to this show called This One's For You, the idea. It's a show for you. What we're doing here, we're making culture. That's the idea. I'm going to give you a chance to call in, and if we're lucky tonight, if everything goes well, I'm actually, I'm going to be breaking out the guitar and playing you a song. Speaking of culture, Mark Emery, founder of Cannabis Culture, right? It all ties in together. This song here is called Burn by Recognize. What I do is I take these songs that I open up the show with and I put them in the Discord. And you should join the Discord. You could do that by going over to tofutv.ca on the bottom of the page. Let me pull it up here for you. On the bottom of the page, I have all the links you need to get in contact with the show through social. So there's the Discord right in the middle. And you also have Telegram. That one's really popping off lately. I got to shout out Derek Rance and uh, the Ferryman's Toll. They've been giving me some shout outs. Also, the boys from FreeCanada.win. We got Phil and uh, I don't know how to say your name properly. Sphinx? Syrinx? Something like that. But you're a cool dude and I like you, bud. I also got to thank... Zadzaya and Harold. <laughs> Thank you, boys, for your donations. If you want to support the show, you can do that over here on the support tab. It's on the right side of the website. 
All right, we got some things to get to before we get Mark on the show. So let's talk about that. Speaking of culture, why do we need to be making our own culture right now? Well, the feds, they're paying people for praise. Check this out. This is from True North. Liberals gave $600,000 to influencers to praise government. Taxpayers forked over $600,000 to social media influencers last year for them to sing the praises of the liberal government. That's according to Blacklock's reporter. Really good publication, a little too expensive for my purse, but they do some great work at Blacklock's reporter. One of the only real publications left. Uh, so an inquiry of ministry tabled in the House of Commons revealed that various ministries had hired media personalities to compliment the government on social media. Essentially, they're doing what I'm trying to do, but the government is contracting them out. It's no longer, it's not, it's not soap companies and protein shake people trying to get a hold of your daughter and her Instagram account with her yoga pants. Nope, it's the government, the government. So I have to fight this. That's what I'm not actually putting a show on for you right now. I'm a gutter fighting. That's what I'm doing. We're creating culture. And this is why we have to do it. $600,000 and it's not just to sing them praises it's not just to sing them praises they uh, got caught contracting these internet influencers to promote the jab this is from Anthony Fury. He does a lot of work with Toronto Sun and True North. Uh, it's well known that online influencers receive free swag and get paid to plug various products and messages. But what may surprise some people is that there were Canadian influencers paid by the government to promote COVID-19 vaccines. I'm not open to that market, so I'm never going to get that money. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, these guys got full-time jobs just, you know, being parrots for the government. I won't get that type of support, but I will if you support the show. Because they're not even hiding what they want to do right now. This was um, Melanie Jolie. She's demanding wartime censorship. I've, I swear they put her in this position just to kind of disarm dudes in a way, right? Because she comes at you with this kind of sweet disposition until she opens her mouth, then it's just like, whoa, straight up tyrannical chick, man. She wants wartime uh, censorship, meaning she wants to shut me up real quick, real, real quick. And now what exactly does that mean? They're going to censor the internet. I'm not going to take credit for calling it because it's kind of like, calling a rainstorm in April. I did call it, and I explained exactly how they connected it to populism through the Maverick Party, using folks like Pat King, Chris Guy, and I'm sorry to say, but even Jeremy McKenzie is being put through it as well. If you're curious what I mean by censorship, check this out. Deal with me for a second. Anti-maskers accused of protesting outside of Nova Scotia's top docks home released on bail they treated them like crap all right they treated them like political prisoners that's exactly what they were and uh when they got out jeremy he released a statement so i'm gonna read that off real quick because you gotta know what's happening here is this guy's just a podcaster he's a he's a podcaster who he was he's a vet 
who's a, a podcaster now, and they're basically harassing him. So here's his statement after he was uh, released. Rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Thanks so much to everyone that reached out with support for Morgan and I. Morgan is a lady that was... Uh, protesting with him and i'm not sure of their relation i'm not sure if they're you know boyfriend girlfriend or, or just friends friendly friends or what what's going on there but apparently part of the the discussion was that they were going to make it so that these two people could no longer contact each other not like a peace deal but like no you're no longer allowed to talk to that person stay in the corner it's it's we're at that point where they're making arbitrary rules for different people based on what these people are capable of. So let's keep on going. Still sorting out some administration and recovering stolen property. I will be back to the podcast this week. The government and justice system is well and truly corrupt beyond even my own cynical expectations. It was cruel to witness what the legal system can do to those that can't afford representation or find connections to an excellent lawyer. I, however, am not one of those people. I was stunned by the overwhelming amount of love and fire produced by this community. That's his podcasting community. And uh, we have all the support anyone could ask for, an excellent legal team and the truth on our side. What the state tried to do to Morgan and I, the conditions they tried to impose and the very literal abuse of our rights we endured is unforgivable and way over the line, not to mention demonstrably, grossly illegal. 3.5 days of our time were spent in solitary confinement with no access to hygiene facilities, outside time, or change of clothes. We were threatened with additional charges, egregious conditions, not imposed on convicted terrorists, threats to be separated, barred from contact from each other, put under different uh, in house arrest in different houses in different provinces, barred from using the internet in any capacity or even possessing a cell phone. How desperate are these clowns? You know who behaves this way? Scared people. And then Jeremy signs off by saying, my resolve is infinite. I respect that. I respect that. He just got out of jail and that's what he posted. So right on for him, man. I think that's all right. I think that's all right. I was a little, I was a little trepidatious about the whole diagonal thing. I was like, "What are these guys doing? They're get, they're putting themselves out in the open, like, like they're kind of goading the feds, but like they're not. It's just a joke. That's all it is, and it's just a joke. And then the feds took it way too far. Now it's like it's at the point where, like, international media is like, "What are you doing?" Anyways. This is how far they're taking it. Censorship is coming. Wartime censorship is coming. Not even a week after Randy Hilliard said he was going to step down and stop uh, doing politics in general. I don't know who this guy here is, so I'm just going to read the, the headline from CTV News. MPP Randy Hilliard released after arrest on Freedom convoy charges i've uh, abbreviated it here the exact charges i have them written down two counts each of obstructing a public officer counseling mischief 
and mischief slash obstructing property over 5,000. He is also charged with obstruction, uh, obstructing a, a person aiding a police officer. So basically obstructing a hall monitor. Assaulting a peace or public officer and counseling an uncommitted indictable offense. All right, so what I want to show you is Randy balling his way into the the courthouse or the the Ottawa Police Services today. He like the guy's a straight gangster. Check this out. Last to surrender. Let's uh, see if I can. Charges. Here we go. To the Ottawa police, I've been asked to surrender. Smoking darts. Charges for expressing myself at the Freedom Convoy. And I've been deemed that I have to prove that I'm not a danger to society to have my freedom. We'll see what happens. I think it's pretty gangster that he's just smoking a dart going in there. I don't know. Something about that is very relatable. I don't smoke anymore. I smoked for 20 years and I quit. But something about that is relatable, you know, smoking that last dart. You don't know if you're going to be sitting in there for a couple days. So you're just like, all right, just get that little bit of dopamine and do what you got to do. He's a man for that. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Randy Hillier is a gentleman and a hero. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up real quick and we're going to go to break and I'm going to bring Mark Emery on. If it sounds like all those charges were a bunch of bullshit, it's because that's exactly what they are. This is what Rage was explaining. Usually this type of treatment is reserved for, for woman beaters. They are given a plea deal, plead guilty, or will ruin your life. It's a way to expedite the process. They overcharge you, then they counsel you to take a deal that includes shutting up, getting in the corner, and that's out of fear of costing you going to trial, which is usually the difference of $20,000 a day, as opposed to like, you know, $3,000 for pre-trial. So, you know, good on, uh, good on Jeremy for staring that in the face and saying no. And now that's what Randy has to go and do. He has to go stare that in the face and say, no, I have the truth on my side. That's where we're at in this country. And it's, Seeing men stand up like that, so it's, it's interesting. We're fighting for freedom of speech, so that's why I'm here. I'm doing this for you, because this show's for you. This one's for you. We'll always try to be the show for you. But if you require a trigger warning, then this show is definitely not for you. Be gone, son! You can direct all your complaints to the complaint department directly around the corner and up your fucking ass. This one's for you. Finally, a show for you. What do you think, Bubba? What is that?
Are you tired of being banned from social media? Want to read the real news? Hi, I'm Pay Mates, back with another amazing offer for you. You free Canada dog win. Find your friends, discuss topical events, share your memes, and have a great time. But wait, there's more. More. To find out full details, head to freecanada.win. Free Canada, a place for free Canadians. This one's for you, broadcasting live, cofutv.ca. Hope you're having a great night. Thanks for joining me. I am waiting for Mark to join the Zoom chat. So I'm just, uh, just kind of like, hey. <laughs> I've sent him a DM, so I'm hoping this goes smoothly. But, uh, yeah, that was Doug Ford in the Ferryman's promo. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mark, if you're out there, please give me a shout, man. Hop in the Zoom. I sent you the, the link in that chat. It's, uh, it's right there, so hopefully, hopefully that does the trick, man. I did everything on my end. We're just gonna hang out and, uh, yeah. Master of Kush, thanks for hanging out in DLive. And Pooks, thanks for being there. I believe that's third stringer. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is happening. I'm getting, uh, getting a little nervous here, starting to sweat. Let's see what happens. Who's in the Discord? We've got conservationists waving hello in the Discord. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Yeah, it is. And then Third Stringer sitting in uh, the Discord as well. He's saying it's too bad that Blacklock's reporter has a hard paywall. I agree. But yeah, I guess everybody does have to eat. I wish there was uh, like a bit of a summary for it. Am I getting Mark? Mark? Anything, man? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do if he doesn't show up. I really don't know. Probably should have prepared. Uh, yeah, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Live stuff? <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you do things live. Yeah. I think, uh... No, I don't think he's big-timing me at all. No, I just think there's a little miscommunication. That's all that's going on. Let's see if uh, I could reach him through other means. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Smith. I'm being, uh, being a little... I hope he didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Mr. Smith, thanks for joining. I'm going to uh, give you a roll. Yeah. Oh, man, Mark, you did this, did you? Did you? Come on, Mark. Maybe I'll just break out the guitar and start playing you guys' songs at this point. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This is kind of embarrassing, but whatever. I figured, you know, I, I set it up pretty good. Uh... so there's people watching and stuff and oh man all right so let me see if i can get a hold of him any other way it's all right it's all right everybody's a little late to the scene I'm sending him a live tweet. Like, I'm just sending him a, a tweet. I don't know how else to do this. sucks all right well you guys want to hear some songs I don't know that's all I can friggin do because I got stood up I guess I don't know is that what progress
I'm sending it to like all of his. All right, you guys want guitar? All right, let's do guitar. It's all I can think of. See if he pops in. Maybe I scared him off with my content. I wouldn't think so though. I just gotta grab the guitar. This is pretty bullshit, eh? Tanky, what song should I play? What song should I play, Tanky? Uh, I got my buddy Brendan in the chat, so he, he's my normal drummer. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom wants to know what you guys think of the Will Smith bitch slap. <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to check the browser. I don't know, guys. I'm like 90% sure I got stood up, so. Uh, so we're just doing this. And then if he doesn't show up within a little while, I'll... Uh, yeah, okay. All right. Hello, hello, hello. It's a tube amp, so. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, hello. All right, there we go. All right, I'm going to take off the headphones. And we're going to get the doings done. Just gonna put this over here just in case Mark shows up. I doubt it at this point, but whatever. All right. How's the sound? So this song I wrote when I was 23, it's about a weekend that I had with my buddies and it's, it was just written, it wrote itself and yeah, so it's called Get the Doings Done, which was like one of those stupid sayings that all our friends had. We would just always just say, what are you up to? I don't know, let's get the doings done. So here we go. Wheeling on fine down Highway 9 With my roadie and my stogie and my peace of mind Till I says to myself It's time to get the doings done So I was sitting out back by the railroad track Smoked a half a pack waiting for a heart attack Until I says to myself Self, 
time to get the doings done. You gotta do it while you can. Take a girl by the hand, boy. It's time to be a man. Don't you understand what that's doings? Said I was twisting up a whiskey with the girl, said she missed me. She got up on the bar, started dancing, and she missed me. So she said to myself, fuck that up. <laughs> it's time to get the doings done. Here we go. Said I was twisting up a whiskey with the girl that said she missed me. She got up on the bar, started dancing, and she kissed me. So I says to myself, so it's time to get the doings done. This song is all about getting drunk, this part. So I don't know how this is gonna turn out. Let's do it. We've been drinking liquor for so damn long. I thought I'd write a song, a song so we could sing it. If you got that whiskey, I got the ginger boy. What I'll do is I'll do like three songs, four songs, see if he shows up, and then I'm just gonna sign off because that's what happens. That's all I can do. Yeah, he hasn't even responded to me. This is kind of shitty, man. I don't know what his deal is. Uh. Thank you, Teresa. I appreciate the claps. Uh, okay, so this song here... How's this... <laughs> so, uh, this song here is uh, it's called Protest Songs. And it's, uh, it's, it's about how I feel about protests. Uh, you know, like I've always said on this show that I, I'm not really keen on the whole protest movement because on some levels, it doesn't really accomplish much and it can be used against us in various ways. And now I wrote this song initially, it was written 
when they were doing the march after Trump was elected, uh, at the, the Women's March. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, it's called Protest Songs, and it's, I like it, so I hope you guys like it. If we all plead insanity, we'll all live happily after we're gone. I think we all see exactly through this unmanned attack on our emotions and thoughts. Orwell, he did so well, but he only got it half right. The rest came to me like a recipe in the middle of a fist fight. It takes one black eye and a little blood on your lip. And from that day on, you'll be singing a song, and it goes a little something like this. Quote, protest songs don't sound the same when you write them on a phone. Don't sing along. The fuck do you know? Quote, Discretion. It's a brave new world, just a little low on courage. When's the last time that you spoke your mind without checking your own privilege? Cause protest songs don't sound the same when you're really just a spoiled cunt looking to complain. Don't sing along. The fuck do you know? Thanks, guys. I appreciate you being there. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. We don't got a... We don't got a mark, but I'll give you two more songs, and then we'll go to break, and then I'm just going to close off the stream. That's how it's going to go. All right. Let me see if there's people watching. Uh, uh, I've got a lot of people watching. That's great. Cool. Alright. Uh, I'm trying to think of a song to play for you. Well, third stringer, I was a country DJ for about five years. Okay, this one's a bit of a deeper song. This song is called uh, Jungian Folk Rock. It's, it's Jungian in nature, Carl Jung. All right. <laughs> 
jazz hands. I've spoken, call it poet. I stood at the pearl gates, had my king now where I throw it. The throng cloud nine with that stupid cynic stoic. He said, he said, you a video game, a birth control junkie, a lab rat in a maze, or a highly evolved monkey. I swear I met my soulmate, but she don't fucking love me. She's out marching for the gays, saying fuck you and your country. She said, she said, she said I had a choice. Be silent, raise my voice, stared into the void. Now I live with no recourse. I had a chance at love and romance, but it was taken from me by drugs and ideology. She said, she said, she said, he said it's okay for us both to live this way, but now I'm scared to pray. Every moment's judgment day, and the thieves tried not to laugh. They separated the weak from chaff. She's laying on her back, and that cynic couldn't save her, cause he's Yeah, it does suck you didn't show. So if you're just joining in, if you're just joining in, I got stood up, so I am just hanging out. Uh yeah, yeah, that's that'd be kinda cool. We'll take some calls after the break. I'll do uh I'll do one more song. You guys might like this one. It'll piss off my neighbors, but I don't get to I don't get to play with the amps and stuff, and since I'm being bold, I'll do it. Alright. Uh this song is uh it's really it's perfect for the what we were talking about uh it's perfect for what we were talking about uh free speech it's called digital degenerate dystopia it's a little tough to play uh and it's about how toxic social media can get Now you're 
malevolent if I make it out of this cap of trap of birds and now the herds of hounds have found their scent and they ain't letting off oh and you'll be damned if you don't dance hive minds made up there's no advance it's not a game you had your chance now you got nowhere to go digital malevolentality Friends serve means to ends, but if you ask them, it all depends on my enemy. We disagree, so just type those pits in. Cause I got the world at my fingertips. I'm biting my nails, got a venture for a pretty face. A poor sorry pigtails, these pyrotechnic apologies. You fed the beast with sin and sleaze. Now you're living on your knees, digging out your own hell. Stringer, thanks, man. Thanks for ha hanging out, and uh, and Jason, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you being there, and Smitty, I see you there as well as as Tanky. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I got stood up tonight, but we're doing a little concert. We're pissing off my neighbors. I'm gonna have to give them some some butt or something like that. I'm gonna have to set them up. Let me see if Mark's gotten back to me. And, and no, he's just straight up. Man, I I that sucks. You know, I'll tell you guys the truth. I prepare for this stuff. I spend time, I prepare, you know, like I, uh, I spent about two and a half hours, I kicked Smitty out of the house to, so that I could, you know, prepare and, uh, and write a bunch of well thought out questions for Mr. Emery. So, yeah. All right, I, do I have another song? Mm. Thank you, Tanky. Thank you. I see you there. And Harold, I see there as well. And let me see what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, we're at 7.43. All right. Guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the guitar away. We're going to come back from the break. And then uh, we'll take a look at what's happening on freecanada.win. I will open up... Oh, Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. I'll do that for you. Okay, one second. Freedom of expression, right? Freedom of expression, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. So, this was the song that I wrote for uh, the whole Corona. Bottle. It's 
for conservationists. I got my fist in the wind, my knees in the breeze. I'm sitting on two pistons at 45 degrees. And when I slide to my left, I'm looking to my right to see this world's falling around me. All this hate and misery. At first, it came for a best man, cause they got all the chicks. But now they're pointing out your skin color while calling you racist. Then they came for anti maskers, and I did not speak up. So now they're burning down the churches and locking up and now it's get jabbed or get stabbed in the back by your country, your family and your neighbors, they're all looking at you funny, it's 2020, and we all know this shit will never end unless we stand up and say no. May 14, 1969, it was a day we drew our sword, left on it and died, you threw our And now it's get, get jabbed and get stabbed in the back by your country. Your family and your neighbors, they're all looking at you funny. It's 2020, and we all know this shit will never end unless we stand up and say no. So get jabbed and get stabbed in the back by your country. Your family and your neighbors, they're all looking at you funny. It's that bad, so get mad. There's no one left for running. If you Freedom of speech, freedom of expression. It's a thing. Let's see. We'll test it. This one's for you. Be back after the break. Any titty will tell you. Support is nice. Oh, free is fun too. This one's for you will always be free for you. If you want to support the show, share it with your friends or click the support link on the website tofutv.ca. This one's for you. The show for you.
Whatever, guys. I tried. I tried for you, okay? <laughs> Thanks for putting up with the situation. And, uh, yeah, live radio. I'm tweeting it right now. So everybody who stuck around and enjoyed the little impromptu concert, I really appreciate it. Holy shit, I actually got quite a few people watching, which is cool. I appreciate that. Guys, I'm sorry, I got big-timed. That's what happened tonight, I got big-timed. Or he just, a, a complete misunderstanding. Cyrix! Cyrix is here. Hey, bud. There is a Discord. There is a Discord, bud. You are now a party person. Yeah. Yeah. So, alright. So, uh, the idea now is what I'm going to do is this. There you go. 705-482-5609. If you want to call in and be a part of the show, I'll interview you. Or you could uh, hop into the Discord. Uh, we have voice channels on the Discord. And, uh, yeah, if you hop in there, we can have a chat that way. Uh, if not, what we can do, it's, is it pronounced Sphincter? Syrinx? Is that how you, uh, I don't know, I'm going with Syrinx. All right, so 705-482-5609, don't be a bitch, call me up. Somebody, please. <laughs> Max Theta, if you're out there, buddy, <laughs> if you're out there, if you're enjoying... <laughs> Live radio, man. <laughs> we just decided to have an impromptu concert. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go to freecanada.win right now and see what's going on over there. Oh, third stringer's in the caller lobby, so we'll hop in there with him. What's going on, man? Let me just... Uh, what was that? Oh, okay. There we go. Now I got you. What's up? Oh, oh, not much. How you doing? How you doing? I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks for uh, for cheering me on in the in the Discord. I saw your <laughs> I saw your your comments there, so that was helping me out. I appreciate it. It's a little bit of an embarrassing night for me, but I'm doing it. I'm I'm making through it. How are you? <laughs> oh. No. The, uh, no, not too bad. No, I, I enjoyed the guitar. Hey, like that was, uh, I didn't, I didn't really expect that voice to come out of you. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's my first thing. Hey, eh? I, uh, I, I so consoled myself as a child with a, with a little strumming, just getting through the rough times growing up. I, that's what I did was I, I played guitar aimlessly. I would, I would pick up four chord songs, whether it was Nirvana or, um, you know, just like Green Day and and Blink One Eighty Two and and all that crap and I just played them over and over and over until I learned my chords and then I I never looked back and and I've been playing my own music since like I I can play a couple other people's songs like a couple of them but I don't really do that I just that's that's my thing is I just I play guitar on this here couch over here and piss off my neighbors ever I'm pretty sure I pissed them off a little more than usual tonight but I mean yeah. Yeah, that's my thing, man. Which which song did you enjoy the most? I don't know what to ask you. <laughs> I think I think probably the, probably the last one. I think hey, like as, as like I, I think it said in the chat. It reminded me a little bit of a little bit of uh, Tenacious D, and a little like I said a little bit of like you know kind of the more angry kind of uh, like yeah like kind of like the Devil Goes Down to Georgia or kind of more of the fast paced angry kind of country songs like 
Yeah, that's what I was going for, for sure. It's uh, that song there. I uh, Wait, no, that's not what I wanted to do. I want to do this real quick. Okay, so that song there I wrote just as I was completely cutting off every person I knew from, from, uh, from my radio life. I was getting out of, uh, I was getting out of, of social media. I had, I had accounts that had like 700, 800 followers and this and that for all different radio reasons. And I just, I cut it all off all at once. Like I, I pulled a bandaid off because I had realized that like, there's two different ways you could take social media and one is where you're really trying begging for people to follow you and the other one is where you know you're doing your own thing and hoping people notice and just you know taking a very casual approach to it like which is what I'm doing now as opposed to back then where it was it was attention seeking and and I just realized how unhealthy it was and I read this book right here uh, crime and punishment. So the opening of that song, the first Ooh. line is, "I come home again to kiss the ground," and Mother Mary looks down and frowns. That's the climax of this book. Uh, oh, just a Yeah. Oh, that's that's you dropping you dropping some knowledge. Yes, sir. Okay. That's it's it's the it's the climax of this book. Uh, what happens it, originally the line was call me Rodian as I kiss the ground and mother Mary looks down and frowns because the, the lead guy in this book his name is, is Rodian Romanovich Ros, uh, Roskalnikov or something like that and the idea of it is you know it's like um, that moment of redemption where you're you're back to yourself you're back to yourself and so the next line is, she knows, uh, Mother Mary looks down and frowns because she knows where redemption is found. It's just around the bend, right? And that's the idea of always, like, like if you really want to redeem yourself, you have to always see yourself as a sinner, right? And, and so okay. it's, it's, that's the concept of, the, of, of that first verse. I don't know if this is too deep for a, for a Monday night stream, but yeah. <laughs> I like I love the uh, the anti protest protest song as well. Hey, like <laughs> it's like it's like you've come full circle. Yeah, hey, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like now I'm attending you know, them. <laughs> like you know every, every you know every song is contemporary, right? And it, it fits like a time in your life or an event. Hey, but then it's just like anything else, right? That it is like you know sometimes they can be cringe or sometimes right things change, right? And like but it was hey like I like the uh, like I like the parody in it. Hey, like the, the lyrics were like, uh, or the lyrics were nice and cheeky. Mm -hmm. The idea there was I, it was just after I read Orwell and Huxley back to back. And so I wanted to put them together in some way because in my head, the way I see Orwell is like, um, uh, an effeminate sort of way of control right that's the idea of orwell is it's that kind of yin and yang thing is what i'm trying to show in that song is that like all right so orwell is that it's it's what it's what um will smith did last night will smith thought he was being a man but really in the moment he was being the biggest bitch he could have possibly have been right and so that's what that's what our country is doing right now 
right? Our country is turning into this tyrannical state, uh, and it's who's at the head? The biggest bitch you would ever see in your whole life. And the reason why we're going this way is because a man of that caliber cannot hold control. So what happens is they deteriorate into this tyrannical state. And what most people don't realize about tyranny is it's, it's not... It's not a monster. It's a, it's a petulant child. And, and I, couldn't, I couldn't describe Trudeau any better than that. A little boy, child, petulant bitch, right? And, and so that's, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but it comes full circle. In the next verse, I'm talking about how Huxley, that's, uh, it's the opposite. It's masculine, but... You see in Huxley, what he talks a lot about is uh, pleasure seeking, right? Which is, that's, okay. yeah. So he, he talks about how uh, you'll be happy, you know, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Well, he's the guy who really explained how that would work with concepts like Soma, which is like a, a drug that we could have tied into our conversation with Mark tonight. Uh, it's, it's a drug that anytime right. anything crazy happens they come out and and they hand out soma and people take it and they go back to work so anytime there's ever something in the news picture somebody coming around and dealing out the weed which is basically what weed is in our society right now you'll realize that they they allowed it to be legalized right before we went through this extreme turmoil it's 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 a sedative it's a societal sedative and so the Trudeau's first move, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the climax of that song is protest songs don't sound the same when you're really just a spoiled cunt looking to complain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. You're, you're you're a true artist, Pete. Like you know, the, the song you know is like has deeper meaning, right? And like and lots of. Uh, like, you know, lots of um, threads running through it. I, I thought you were just making fun of lefties. <laughs> yeah, well, at the same time, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is that it's it, it, truth is like that. That's what truth is like is that if it's true on one level, you can apply it to many other levels. That's that's the that's like many other things. Like that's that's the best thing about the Bible is that the Bible, because it's it's so basically true that it can be applied and 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 sometimes it, that gets used against it is that it gets taken out of context right yeah so what's your biggest issue see. this week what's your uh what's your big thing man like uh well i like i i'd say like i know you touched on it at the start of the show but i think like uh i i just think the arrest of randy hillier is just another like you know, another step or a huge step down, like the road to tyranny, right? Like, I mean, there's been so much that's happened over the last like month or two, but like, you know, this is, the, it's one thing when you start arresting protesters, but it's another when, you know, you start arresting dissenting politicians, right? Like that's, that's, that should be something that's kind of sacred, right? Cause if they could do it to Randy, they could do it to Max. They could do it to anybody. Right. Well, And so I, I, mean, I was curious if he got the word of it before he decided to stop when he put out that video a couple weeks ago he said or it was about a week ago he said i'm done with politics there's nothing i can do to fix this system i'm just gonna try and spread the word and do it from a grassroots and that was it and so then this week this happens to me i'm wondering if he was told like listen you don't want to be done with politics well then this is gonna happen 
Like if he was threatened, that's what I feel like he was threatened in some way. Just, but he's taking it like a boss, man. He really is walking into there with the smoke. Like that's like any guy like, like us would do. Right. Yeah. Or defiant till the end. Hey, like, I, I, I mean, I think I think it's certainly possible, right? That that's why he kind of bowed out and and said he wasn't uh, running again. I, I thought I saw a quote today that he's that he said that he was never interviewed by the police since you know over the last five weeks since he left Ottawa, right? So if he got tipped off, right, then it had to be through back channels. Yeah, yeah, that would well. The thing is that right now there is there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of back and forth going on in the in the police force itself because there's so many people that just don't agree with what's going on you know you have these you have these some cops that are just they've turned their brain off and they're laughing at people getting stomped on by horses and stuff like that but you do still have some men in there that are capable of thinking and it's not too hard for them to tell their barber you know, I've been in the the barber shop when a cop comes in and starts talking about the reality of what's going on, you know, and and you learn a lot. You know, I learned you know what I learned from from that exact scenario It was about four years ago. I learned that in Brampton, there was a issue at the time that men were giving their daughters blood thinners. They were giving their daughters blood thinners as a way to make them fragile so that they would train them to be more timid. And then if they did anything wrong, they were easier to kill. Honor killing. What? Yeah, yeah, for honor killings. For honor killings. Because it's easier to, if the blood is thin, it's easier to make it look like it was an accident. Jesus Christ. Yeah, hey, like, bro. That's, uh, hey, yeah. like, it's, that's, that's, that's like... Like that's that's next level stuff. Well, that's that's many levels down. But you hear about that stuff from the dudes, the cops. You know, you don't hear about that on on Toronto Sun or or City TV or whatever. You hear that from cops who are you know end of the day and they got not much of a filter. And now what are they doing? They're maybe having a coffee at the barber shop, so they're talking, or they're in in the sauna at the gym, stuff like that. You know, you hear some pretty crazy stories, man. Well, I, th- I think the other thing, I think the other thing that's a little bit worrying with what ha- went down like today with with Randy Hillier is that I think that since they kind of laid all the charges right like five weeks ago when the co- when the convoy got broke up and then got quiet, it's almost a little bit of a psyop, right? Mm-hmm. That you let people let their guard down. You think, well, if I haven't been charged so far, or like you know, no one gets charged for a month, right? Or they or they uh, you know they rounded up Blitch and. Uh, and Pat King and Freedom George, right? And they kind of like, you know, they started them off with one charge or a couple, right? And then all of a sudden, right? And then it was quiet for four weeks. And then all of a sudden, right? Like they're throw, you know, they're throwing ten charges on each head yeah. right out of the blue. So it's, it's one of those things where I think it's like, you know, the. I mean, they always said, oh, you know, you can't sleep. You're never going to rest. Like, you know, we're going to chase you. But I think the fact that they kind of like were they late they laid in wait there for about four weeks right it it does it did kind of give everyone i think a little bit of a false sense of security that that's as bad as it was going to get or at least for a while right but but i think it's you know whatever happened in the last day or so means that you know it's not over right like and and it's not even just whatever the next step is but i mean they're not done with what happened in february 
Well, and so my take on this has always been that this was a game of optics, that a lot of what they were trying to accomplish was was setting us up to to look bad to accomplish a goal they had further on. And something I can bring up real quick here, I'm hoping that your channel will still be there. One second. Yeah, you can still hear me, eh? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So if you see this right here, this is from Andy Lee. I had her on the show a couple weeks ago. We're doing a little project together. Uh, <laughs> she is starting to... Uh, she is starting to to warm up to the idea that what is happening right now is everything is converging on the idea of internet censorship. And it's something that I really tried to impress upon her because my honest opinion is that a lot of this was allowed to happen in order to demonstrate the dangers of free access to the internet and the dangers of unregulated communication uh, companies. So right now we have Bill C-11 and also uh, it's uh, C-11 and then it's uh, 23. I got some show prep that I can do on this, uh, but basically it looks like what everything is leaning towards is when you get that digital ID, if you don't get the digital ID, you won't be able to even use Facebook, Twitter. Nothing will be accessible to you. And what they're doing right now is they're using the optics from, and I'm sorry to say it, but from, from guys like Rage and guys like uh, Pat and uh, uh, the rest of the, the leadership there, they're, they're taking that. And regardless of the truth of the matter, what they're doing is they're writing stories that align with the narrative that they want to sell. And yes, a lot of us understand that that isn't what exactly is happening in reality, but that doesn't necessarily matter. You know, something that I was taught once is that the word reality is etymologically connected to the word royalty. And that's why they say, make it so, or so be it. Right. So when the okay. government or the or the media connected to the government decides this is the truth, the legitimized voice in society decides what is what. That's why even when people get kicked off of Twitter and they go to Gab or they go to Getter, they still feel like they've lost something, even though they don't like the people who run Twitter. They know that that's where their voice is legitimized. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, well, I mean, the, the, I mean, they've definitely been telegraphing it, right? Like even, I mean, everyone was making fun of Trudeau, for, you know, for when he was over in Europe, the European Parliament, um, where everyone, you know, when when people stood up and called him a dictator, but like in his speech in Europe, right, he he was complaining, saying or complaining about we, uh, uh, that they can't tolerate populists, right? That populists are the enemy. Then he comes home and Randy Hillier gets, um, gets arrested, right? Like Mel mm -hmm. Melanie Jolie today was talking about, you know, banning wartime propaganda, right? So, I mean, like, you don't have to read that far into it to, to see what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, they're that's, telling you. 
No, they're they're saying I, it to your face. That was the the headline that I had written out for when I said uh, when I was talking about uh, Melanie Jolie is the, is the fact of the matter is they're saying it to your face. Uh, Trudeau has gone from calling us specifically us like me, you. I believe you. You seem quite aligned with with what I'm saying. Uh, first, it was the fringe minority. All right. And now it's cynical populist. I made a joke earlier this week saying which one's the better band name. Right. But the truth is, is that these phrases are it, they're they're labels. And once you give someone a label, it's the same as anti-masker. Right. And like in that song that I was singing there, first they came for anti-maskers. Well, once you give people a group, you've identified them as something other than human. Right. And now you can you can take away from from them and treat them more and more like animals and cattle and that's what's about to happen i'm sad and sorry to say it but you know and we got we got a conservationist in in uh in the discord agreeing with us uh yeah they're gonna hold these types of charges over people's heads and uh he's right that's what he's saying they're gonna use these types of charges uh, that are they basically mean you disagreed with the government what we have to say they basically yeah that's what like the charges basically mean you disagreed and they can give them to anybody now that's the way it works <laughs> you know it's just a carte blanche do you, do you have uh do you have any any white pilled uh, words of wisdom to end on? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, yesterday I did something. I I picked up my Bible and I read the Sermon on the Mount. So let me uh, let me show you something. Let me read something from there because that's the best I can do. Sounds good. Because there's a part of it that is. Uh, it's applicable to anyone in our situation. It's uh, Matthew 5, verse 6. No, I, want, I, want new, I don't want New International Version. I want King James because it, it's, it's a little better. No, verse 10. Matthew 5, verse 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So, I mean, that's Jesus Christ saying it right there, that, you know, if you hold your head high, when you know what you're doing is right, you'll be all right in the end. You gotta... Oh, you gotta amen, brother. Pardon me? Amen. Thank I you. Said, amen, brother. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate well, I you jumping in and, and saving me here. Let's see if, uh, if Mark ever well, got mean, back like, to me. I, I, know, I, I know it wasn't the show that you planned on tonight, but I mean, like, like I had a good time. That's all that matters to me. Perfect. That, you know what? That's all that matters to me. That's all that matters to me. Uh, let's see if we, we still quite a few people tuned in. So you know what? Cool. Right on, guys. I appreciate it, dude. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Have a good night, Pete. You too, bud. Talk to you. All right, that was third stringer. 
Thank you very much for jumping in the caller lobby. I will uh, give one more person a chance to call in. And uh, if anybody wants to hop into the caller lobby, we could do it that way. Let's see what we got in uh, the Discord. Links, news, and conspiracies. Looks like Conservation has hooked us up with some uh, content here. So let's see. What is he giving us? News Wars, Battling Tyranny Worldwide. Paul Alexander. Dr. Paul Alexander is a Canadian health researcher and former official at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services under Trump administration. Uh, Dr. Alexander recently talked with Christy Lee about how he received phone calls from Pfizer with a lucrative offer. Find out why he didn't hesitate to turn the offer down. Full interview coming soon. All right, so yeah, that's uh, that's in the Discord. You can check that out. Looks like that guy has uh, something interesting to offer, yeah? And then let's see what's on Kotaku in action, too. Not getting any calls, so I'll probably just shut her down after this. Uh, where are we? It didn't pop up. There we go. Globalist agency calls for energy lockdowns, including banning cars on Sundays to achieve climate goals. That was like a thing a while ago, though, eh? Like, that was actually something that Mark Emery was arrested for. Shopping on Sundays was in some towns in Ontario. You still can't shop in on, in, on Sundays. I'm pretty sure in London... Uh, the strip clubs have to close at midnight on sun on Saturdays because you can't serve alcohol on or not alcohol. Or, I think it's there's no like nudity or something like that. You got to shut them down for Sundays. They can't run on Sundays. That's in London, Ontario. At least it was when I was out there. Uh, okay, so this is from Gateway Pundit. Globalist agency calls for energy lockdowns, including banning cars on Sundays to achieve climate goals. Jimmy Hoft. Uh, written on March the 20th, the Globalist International Energy Agency is calling for energy lockdowns as the price of gas and oil skyrockets months after the destructive and deadly COVID lockdowns. IEA is calling for new lockdowns on the general public, such as banning cars on Sunday and only allowing allowing certain licensed registered vehicles on the road on certain days. You know, and the other thing that they're looking to do is... Uh, Make it so that you have a kill switch in your car. And that's another thing. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate everybody uh, hanging out in the chats. Yep, the Pope has been pushing some weird shit lately. Thanks. Uh, conservationists in the chat and as well as my brother that guy oh hey okay cool caller what's going on caller you're on the air hey it's beef jerky i'm back hey what's going on man hey saying? well it wasn't the show i planned for but uh <laughs> You know. so, so what what happens when the price of gas keeps going here and I can't go to work? Yeah, that that might have been it. That might have been it. How is the audio this time? Are you hearing me nice and clearly this time? 
It's not too bad. You got a little bit of an echo, but much, much louder. Okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. So, uh, what's on your mind? What are you, uh, this is uh beef jerky, by the way, right? That's what you said your name was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned about, about paying for things here. I mean, this is, this is, it's getting, it's, uh, it's pretty serious. Now I know some are fortunate because they're still working at home and they've been able to save money and, and cut costs here and there and, Sure, sell that second car that you had paid for, right? And it, it was great; you had a, a good year or two. But but moving forward, what? Where where am I going to find the money? That, that, that's my question. Yeah, yeah. No, it's everything is getting so so expensive right now. Like, I honestly, I've never filled up this many times going to work. My commute is one hour. It is a one hour commute, and I can't get out of it. That's that's how far I have to drive in order to to feed myself. So it's like I'm, so, I'm so getting do you nervous. Find a nice, do you find a nice straw hat guy and you, you buy a pony and get a cart, right? And then your commute is now three hours. That's what my uh, grandfather did in the '30s. He was a uh, uh, horse and buggy guy. He uh, took he took a donkey or a mule, as he called it. I took my mule. And I put it on the carriots. <laughs> but you got to understand, that that wasn't too long ago. That was maybe 50 years ago here in Ontario uh, on a regular basis, a uh, horse and a cart. Yeah. Like, uh, I know pe- there's people in my community that never went to town until they were 16, 18 years old. Yeah, no, so, you're, you're yeah. right. <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there is still a disconnect with those uh um, the realities of the day to day of trying to get to work and provide for my family. So, yeah, they. Uh, I've I've read that there are still laws on the books in Toronto uh, that you're not allowed to like drag a horse, your dead horse, if your horse dies on on the road on a Sunday, you're not allowed to to like take it home. You have to like cover it up and come back the next day. It's illegal. And it was because of that. Because a lot of people, they think of Toronto and because it's like considered world class right now, well, the after they got the UN endorsement. Oh, in the that's, that's those, there's, there's, there's a type of person, you know, there's, there's, you know. Well, yeah. So, like, back in the day, Toronto, like, you know, in the 50s, before the 50s, it wasn't as advanced as we see it now i know toronto is the capital of uh you know raccoon cemetery here put a little you know video on the side of the road i i understand that i and i i understand that. You know, yeah you know, no harm, harm against animals but uh. no i i'm what i'm trying to get at is that like we didn't get the the technology as fast as the americans did that's what i'm trying to get at is that like you know there was horses and stuff on the road in in major cities in canada well into the 19th into the 1900s like well into it like people you know like, well soon soon enough here we'll have a few less vehicles on the road as uh, most have to choose here right but uh, a lot of houses for sale a lot of older community members are out the door because uh, record record prices here. So, yeah, it seems that Ontario is lost for the future, and uh, yeah, 
Just want to call and say. Uh, no, you're right, you know. though, man. My, my, I have a good friend. I have a good friend who is. He's looking at the rest of his life, and he's thinking, you know, uh, I am capable. I have a good girlfriend and all that. I have everything that I should have in order to have a reasonable life. But reasonably speaking, it can't be achieved here in Ontario. And so he has made a plan to move to another province where it is, you know, much more reasonable. That's all. That's all it is. In Ontario, you you cannot you cannot make a decent living unless you're you're close to the calamity, right? And then when you're close to the calamity, you're now forced into a, a renting situation unless you've already gotten a mortgage before this year. It's it's mm-hmm. It's convoluted, man. It is. It's convoluted. That's what it comes down to. Is we got ourselves into a situation where the the country there's very little to very little to prosperity. The prosperity for young families, it seems to be other places. Yeah, just with the high cost here. A lot of people are are without. What's that? There's there's a few few new nice young families that moved in, but it's always. When you come down and ask the question, they always have help from someone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. I mean, like, I got help to get into my house. I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's That's what it is, is you get help. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But at the same time, that's... (laughs) Anybody who is not, like, fed with a silver spoon got help. It is how it works these days. You... That's what happens, you know, your first your first house, at least, you know, you're getting help because like it's not like my grandfather. I'm pretty sure he bought his house in Woodbridge for eight grand in the late 60s or early 70s. So think of that. Now it's worth somewhere in the millions. Right. Like that's a ridiculous markup. That's a ridiculous markup. Where's that value come from? Where does it come from? Like. Is it viable? It, 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 it seems uh, the most ridiculous fall down, uh, <laughs> questionable piece of property is just uh, you know name your name your number, unfortunately. And it, there there are there are other layers to that, you know, schooling, but most mostly gainful employment uh, to provide for your family. Yeah, and that's that's where mo- moving out to the sticks. Uh, fall short and even even yourself at an hour's commute one way right yeah yeah it's uh like even an hour is unreasonable i'll be honest like if you want to have a decent like nice evening to yourself one hour when you're working an eight hour day it turns your day into a 10 hour day right whereas opposed to somebody else who only commuting 25 minutes there you're 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 into the classic uh torontonian commute downtown right yeah yeah man yeah. yeah all right bro i'm gonna i'm gonna call it a night i think that's it for me i'm i'm not even gonna archive this night i'm just gonna kind of let it fly into the into the ether i'm just gonna carry on my wayward son sort of thing <laughs> well, it was good talking with you, Pete. Hey, I appreciate thanks. your time. All right. No, I th- I appreciate you calling in, spicing up the episode a little bit. I'll I'll see if anybody else wants to call in, but uh, that's about it for me, I think. All right, you have yourself a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. That was beef jerky. Beef jerky. 
All right. So, yeah, guys, I think that's it for me. Let's see if there's anything going on on any of the channels. Uh, yeah, so thank you to that guy, my brother, out on the Discord. We got Third Stringer in there as well. Let's see what these guys are saying. Yeah, so Third Stringer, Northern Ontario. Cool, cool. I got buddies up in Manitoulin. Uh, yeah, the Boomers did ruin everything. They don't realize it, but they did. All right, let's get the music playing, and I'm going to close out the night. Oh, well, my mom's saying archive the show. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know if I'm going to archive this one. Uh, it didn't work out for me. <laughs> Mark's not even saying anything to me. He just straight up stood me up. I didn't want to say that, but it's apparent. He stood me up at this point. So cool, buddy. I don't know if I'm going to try again, see if he apologizes and wants to do it again. If not, whatever, man. Tried. Oh, hey, one second. One second. Hello? Hello? Oh, what's up? Pete, I'm watching you on TV. Yeah, how's it going Everyone there, bud? There. Yeah. You, you want me to All use right, your... Uh, I'm just going to say, yeah, I agree with your mom. Archive the show. Yeah, it was we... a great show, despite everything that happened. Oh, okay, cool, cool. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, that because I don't know. Eh? I'm really hard on myself. I'm gonna be honest. That's the only way you can make songs like that. Uh, is is you got to be really hard on yourself. You got to be real critical of yourself, right? So, <laughs> yeah. okay, all right, yeah. all right. I totally get it. And you know what? It turned out to be better than it would have been. Well, thanks, man. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate. Keep it. writing music. Thanks, man. Thanks. I'm going to use your code name. That's Dodge. That's Dodge out yep. in Dodge. <laughs> yeah. Right. Trying to dodge everything I can. All right, bro. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a good night. Take care. Ciao. Lifelong friend there. Cool, man. All right. Anybody else? Real quick. 705-482-5609. Looking in the Discord. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. My mom's texting me and stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'll make uh what I'll do is I'll make a new uh I'll make a new thumbnail and I'll archive it. I'll try and get it up there by the end of the night. Alright guys. You have yourself a good night. Thanks for joining me. If you can leave a comment, let me know what you think of all the stuff I pulled off tonight. Uh if you could uh share it. To share the channel, I guess. Alright. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Talk to you next week, Monday night. This one's for you.